This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, we've made it to the end of the week. It's the Friday Dirt Alert. Anyone who's smart and wants to bury a story ought to be leading this weekend with it with the Megan and Oprah interview. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Yeah, if you've got some celebrity dirt you need to air out, just do it tonight sometime. tonight, tomorrow, press send. Exactly, because you know what? This Dirt Alert is going to be... Harry and Meghan centric because that's really the big story is that the Oprah sit down two hour interview is going to be airing on CBS on Sunday night. And uh, this is interesting coming across across the wire this afternoon that a UK judge has ordered tabloids to share Meghan Markle's legal win on their front page. Mm -hmm. So they must admit their loss in a big way. Uh, This is according to the judge in the uh, lawsuit of Meghan Markle versus the Mail on Sunday. They ordered that they need to put this on the front page that they lost on their very own newspapers. So... uh, they want it to be put on the mail on Sunday and mail online and uh, put it there uh, by other media outlets that covered the story. Yeah, the- they infringed on her copyrights by publishing an emotional letter she wrote her dad. Well, the judge is also disturbed in this case at how, quote, there's just been one short article on an inside page of the mail leading to the observation that, quote, there is something to be said for Markle's argument that the coverage of the case in mail online has not been very informative about the issues in the case and how they were resolved. The coverage could be read as suggesting that judgment in the claimant's favor on privacy without a trial is a startling and unusual one, and that the entire question of whether the claimant owned any copyright was to go to trial. So, you know, the judge is like, you, you guys got to start covering this in a way that you would cover, cover other stories. And I mean, I know the judge can't say anything, but I mean, they the 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 mail on Sunday owes Harry and Meghan $1.6 million. Mm-hmm. They got to run this thing on their front page. They have to run a story for a week. A week. I mean, you know, they lost big time. Yeah, yeah. And on this this particular thing. So it opens up all of the credibility for this interview on Sunday. Absolutely. You Do know. you think this will help change the culture in in media over there? I don't think so. I don't think so either <laughs> no. because that's what Harry tried to get uh, William and Charles and Queen Elizabeth. It's a, I hope they talk about the Royal Rhoda and that whole, the way the media and the palace, yeah. how they interact because it's kind of all stacked in favor for the media yeah, in a way. And so it, it would have benefited the whole family if they had decided to be as one and stop with these silly made up stories. But William was trying to deflect from his turnip toff affair he was having 
a couple summers ago. That's how this some of this started. Now, uh, Lori and Brittany, did you watch the extended clip that was aired on CBS this yes. morning? Mm-hmm. Yes, and we played it. Great, yeah. And in that clip, uh, this is from the interview that's going to be airing on Sunday night. Oprah goes into the fact that she asked Meghan Markle for an interview in 2018 before Harry and Meghan got married, but that Meghan said that she had to decline. But she was alluding to the fact in that clip that she was surrounded by essentially, she doesn't quite say it, but it's like that there were handlers there from Buckingham Palace, from the firm, in the room while she was talking to Oprah, where she had to decline the interview. So, you know, going to your point, Lori, is she going to be talking about the the public relations machine mm-hmm. that is happening in Buck- Buckingham Palace, as well as talking about the more in-depth ins and outs of the Royal Rota? It's yet to be seen because uh, one thing from this interview is that, you know, Harry and Meghan are very diplomatic. Yeah. You know, and you guys, I don't know if you necessarily if you made the point that, you know, this is their family, too. Yeah. You know, and it's like this is like seeing the like it's like fighting with the in-laws, you know. Oh, yeah. But but also the double standard with Prince Andrew. I know that that the, the way she was treated and and really a cottage industry to sell newspapers. And then you've got Prince Andrew who is a bully, an associate of a pedophile. Um, Prince Andrew doesn't have his military honors, but, I mean, Prince Harry doesn't, but Prince Andrew still does. I mean, I I hope Oprah does ask about how that felt in comparison. Sure. Who do you think is going to say harder-hitting stuff, Meghan or Harry? I don't think either of them are going to say hard-hitting things as very heartfelt, um, explicitly worded in the sense that they're very deliberate in what they're going to say. Yeah. 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 Well, on top of the bus with James Corden, Prince Harry already alluded to the fact that how the way they were being treated really affected his mental health. So probably if they're going to be talking about these things, perhaps contextualizing it in a way uh, that services their broader messaging. Yeah, yeah that's true. That I they're mean, doing through Archwell. Being an American woman and then like, okay, they can just flat out make up stories about you and your family. And oh, your I wouldn't dad. last a day. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, most people, I'm surprised that uh, uh, that she was even able to last as long as they did because they really, really and truly have been vile to Meghan Markle because she yeah. dared married and fell in love with Harry. Yeah. And there's a lot to the British royal family. Lori, to your point, Mm -hmm. you know, the the whole Prince Andrew saga. Ah. Also, the British royal family, I mean, they, you know, even just a couple of years ago where the Paradise Papers revealed that Ah. the Queen's private estate invested millions of pounds in offshore accounts. I mean, there's a lot of financial stuff that's happening with the British royal family, too. You know, they they get a pretty hefty tax break, the British royal family. Yeah, I have <laughs> I have to believe that Charles was mad about they really got in the mud when they uh, leaked that, oh, Meghan was a bully and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then also that she deliberately wore these earrings, you know, from the man who ordered Khashoggi, Khashoggi killed. And then, you know, comes they've, that, you know, backfires Absolutely. because it's from the Queen's collection. Yeah, which is why, like, you think they would take the extra one second to look that up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they don't want to go down that, what's in the royal jewelry collection from dictators and bad people. No. Well, 
<laughs> exactly right. You know, the British royal family has a history. Yeah. And that history is something that it seems that looking at Charles and William and Kate, that they are redirecting the trajectory of the British royal family and the messaging behind it. Because if you really examine the British royal family, the British Empire, etc., you are going to be going down some roads that mm-hmm. I don't think necessarily they want to address those things publicly. Yeah, really, really <laughs> foolish not to <laughs> embrace Harry and Meghan to yeah. be so petty, so jealous after that tour they were... William was so jealous he was seen cross-eyed. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely true. Yeah, yeah. So Sunday night, I know. Get your popcorn. Yeah. Tune into CBS, and we'll of course be dissecting it play by play here I mean, on my talk one hundred seven one on Monday. Holly, don't you think this is going to be like huge ratings? Even people who aren't interested in this kind of stuff, I feel like there really oh. is a lot of interest. I I'm not a royal person. I'm yeah. not that interested. But I've been here for two days, and I'm like, <laughs> I have the like the date written on. Random post-its around my house. I'm telling my husband elaborate oh, things Lori told me. I think it's going to, I it think a lot ex- of eyeballs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, in my personal life, I'm not really invested in the British royal family, but I'm fascinated at about at, at this and mm-hmm. how they're going to address it. Yeah. Uh, you know, what they're going to address, what they're not going to address, and how they see themselves moving forward yeah, in, in all of this, because there's a big road ahead of Harry and Meghan, and they could do a lot of good with that yeah. road so and i think that that's what they plan on doing yeah harry i'm glad you're here in california i'm glad Me you too. found your love with megan Me i'm glad too. you got away from those fusty people all right Holly, what's fun. happening on the road all right Brittany, uh you want to go first with sure. a couple weekend picks for us all right okay brought my- to us by Oh, by AARP Minnesota. Okay. Very, thank you very much. Mine is perfect because mine's a sound that a dog makes. ARP. Um, <laughs> mine is for secondhand hounds. We are taking in uh, 60, I think 65 dogs this weekend. And you can watch live. Oh, cute. On Facebook Live and Instagram Live. We do those live viewings. Mm-hmm. And you get to watch the dogs as they show up. It's going to be Sunday at about 6 p.m. The van always comes at different times. But I always have my nephews watch. And I always say hi to them because I'm running around taking yeah. video. It's, like, actually really fun to watch. I And I'm not huge. And are these the dogs that you guys have that you've gone and picked up because they, yeah. they needed to be... Yeah, so these are all dogs that a lot of times we're running around and different... I think these dogs are coming from Kentucky. I get them confused because we okay. come get them from a lot of different places. Um, so we we have a giant dogs, little dogs, and they're, we get them all in this huge... We open up this big van. It's just dogs on dogs on dogs. You pull. I know, it's so fun. You pull them out of these kennels. And they're always just so appreciative and some are nervous, but for the most part, they're it's happy. like happy, happy dogs. Where do we go to watch the stream? Um, uh, if Facebook or Instagram and, and look up secondhand hounds and, and give them a follow if you if you want the alert for when we go live, because it's okay. it's, it's like cute. surprisingly fun. Because I mean, for I believe, digital yeah. stuff, it's pretty fun. And um, you'll hear people who, you know. Oh, I want this one. I want that. And it's fun to see like what dogs come out and stuff. So that's and then if my you pick. want one, you're like, I want that one. I want that brown one. Then you uh then then you have to wait until I believe it's Wednesday we post them on okay. the website. That's when things get a little bit a little bit uh, yeah. more cutthroat in this world. Uh, <laughs> I bet. You wouldn't be you'd be surprised. But a pity puppy right now.
is in high demand. So, which is a fun world to be in. That's for sure. Yeah, that's good. So that's my big pick. Okay. All right, good. Rocco, what do you got? Well, I have like, it's one of those weekends where there's like three different things going on tomorrow night that I all want to check out, all streaming things. Mm. And so I'm starting to like look a little deeper to see like, oh, can you uh, watch it on Sunday? Can you watch it on Monday? And some of them can. So let me tell you about some of them. Um, The new standards are doing a show at the Dakota tomorrow night at seven, and that'll be streamed live. I think that's like 15 bucks. Yeah. Is Is it tonight and tomorrow? I only saw Saturday, March okay. 6th. I could be wrong. Huh. Okay. Um, and I'm pretty sure, because I got the Harmar one, the, I'm pretty sure that the um, uh, Dakota is not one of those things where you can say, oh, I bought it for Saturday, but maybe I won't get around to watching it Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. you got to watch I it. I think you got to watch it. Okay. Um, there's a country singer that I really like named Brandy Clark, and I was excited to see her at the fine line last year, and then COVID happened. So she is streaming tomorrow night at same time, but that's another one where you can watch it maybe 48 hours later. How do we stream Brandy Clark? Um, I did see, if, I can't remember. You oh, have to okay. Just, but yeah, you, if you you Google it, you Google Brandy okay. Clark, okay. and it's I think that's another one that's like 10, 20 bucks. Some of these live streams now are doing meet and greets. Oh, that's where, uh, cool. They'll Zoom with you or something or FaceTime with you before the show and you pay a little extra, and this is one of them, so check that out. Um, but hold steady, another like local mm-hmm. uh, group that you know. Uh, Craig Finn was from here and ended up in Brooklyn and and got the hold steady. Uh, evolved out of Lifter Puller, the Minneapolis band. They're doing a whole weekend of shows. This is the time of year where they usually do like a weekend in London called. They call it the Weekender, um, but they're doing it from the Brooklyn Bowl, and that's actually tonight and tomorrow. And I think that's twenty bucks. So those are all some streaming stuff that you can watch. Rocco, you and I always have a couple picks that are exactly the same. (laughs) She's in here crossing them out. For Hold Steady, you go to fans.fans.live. Okay. Fans.fans.live. That's that's where you go for that one. And, okay, but there there is some other uh, music stuff that you might... um, want to check out that I'm just checking to make sure they're not sold out. Okay, so uh, Wild Angels, which is the women of rock, pop, and country. Hmm. So that's Pamela McNeil, Mary Jane Alm, and Amy Lee. They're doing a show tonight and tomorrow at um, the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. Okay. That's an 8 o'clock show. So um, you can add dinner or just do the show. And then Sunday at the Chan, Mick Sterling is doing From the King, For the King, The Gospel, According to Elvis. So if you're not into any the Meghan, Harry, Oprah thing, you can go see Mick Sterling sing some Elvis. And that hits every person. You're either into one of those two things. One of those two categories. Um, Also, tomorrow night, if you want to get out, uh, one of the few uh, music venues that's been open because it's big, they can, you know, even at a whatever capacity, it's high ceilings in a big place. The Minnesota Music Cafe, the High Mighty is playing tonight. Say it again, sorry. High and Mighty High and Mighty at the okay. Minnesota Music Cafe. And somebody decent is playing there tonight. And then Crooners is, uh, uh, Sharma Michelle is doing the songs of Billie Holiday. Oh. A five o'clock show at Crooners on Sunday. Oh, wow. That'd they be good. always have good shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, that's... you can stream whenever or actually, you know, go there because they've got the limited uh, seating. So. That's awesome. Would you guys want to Zoom with an artist? Would that be something? Well, Rocco and I have. I mean, I haven't done a virtual meet and greet. That's what I mean. Like, would you want to do the meet and greet? That's what I'm asking. Uh, 
I could live without it. Yeah, I think I'd be so awkward. Although, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I still do have my ticket stub from First Avenue when Duffy sold or signed my ticket. I stood in oh, line yeah, to I'd, meet her. I'd want to meet and greet in person for <laughs> oh, some okay. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I, you know how they're like talking. I just was interested. To, like, if would that be something you guys were interested in? Is doing the Zoom meet and greet? I think there would be a level of like awkwardness that yeah. with the delay and everything that I would probably just no, sit there with I'd doing my token thumbs up. Yeah, I'd rather skip it. Hi, love you. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of creeps me out. Not creeps me out, but I I think I would just be awkward and yeah, I'd say something stupid. It's like we know what you're thinking. You I'd end really up showing care. them my dogs yeah. or something weird where they're like, cool, ma'am. Cool, you, great. Can you That's put on so cool. another shirt like you're in your sports bra? Um, should I give people a couple of Tinder pickup lines that they might use of as icebreakers? Of course, this weekend. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. goodness. Yes. Yeah. Um, let me see. I don't know how this one's going to go, but maybe you'll have the person you can use this on. Okay. I'm sure you get this all the time, but you look like a mix between Fergie and Gandhi. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? I'm Fergalicious. Yeah. What? Between Fergie and Gandhi? Like, yeah. I mean, Gandhi's great, but like, have I ever thought to Fergie myself? Fergie and Gandhi. Hmm. I don't even know. Yeah. Okay. Now, here's another Tinder. I think of these as like icebreaker yeah. pictures. Last. Um, Throw it out on Hinge. Yeah. Last week, um, Julia really liked this. You're really not hot enough to get away with being this boring. Oh, I like that. <laughs> uh huh. I like that. And I actually have to tell my friends that a lot now. Or I have to tell that I've got a friend who's gorgeous. And I always tell her, I'm like, keep in mind, like, I, I'm not dating you. So this story is actually boring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to tell her that all the time. I know. Why is it so much fun to insult people sometimes? <laughs> it's like when you're really close with them, it's the you best. Can. I mean, she says what, just as bad stuff right. back. I love it. Um, okay, now this is just like maybe you just you could use this anywhere. If you're yeah. struggling okay. to have a conversation going, you had your conversation starter like last year. Would you have liked to know yeah. that there would be a year and a half before we got back to normal life? Or, you know, that's... Here's one. Would you rather fight one oh, <laughs> <laughs> horse-sized duck, horse-sized duck, or okay. a hundred duck-sized horses? Um, that's a great question. I mean, at the end like of the day, nightmare. at the end it of the does. day, doesn't it? A duck that's the size of a horse? Oh, oh for sure. Oh, then the the, no. the hundred ducks. Are so, hor- yeah. yeah, duck-sized horses. Because you just start kicking. You're right. You can knock out 40 just with like a good... But- okay, oh my God. But like that ducks is- are kind of scary and the only thing they have going for them is that they're small. Yeah. Yeah, and like that they're not scary because they're small. So if you added size, oh, with a beak like that? Yeah. Mm-mm. But it would be quite the trophy. Who feet. thinks of these questions? <laughs> um, now, I just think this is a good general kind of flirting thing i have a feeling that you're trouble just because it's just kind of Mm -hmm. but it also might cause there's like the whole like great now i'm sitting here talking about your last three marriages (laughs) (laughs) i feel like an unpacking moment it's getting the conversation going yeah all right i like i i feel like i've been like the idea of telling somebody like you're gonna get me in trouble like that always makes you feel good like no matter even if it's like a a sexy time thing or like somebody's just saying that you're like 
I'm fine. Yeah, no, I I uh, I know from people who feel like people just need to up their conversational game on these uh, things. So I just like to give these until we can get back to pickup lines in person. There is an app. I talked to uh, Julia about it while you were gone, and we agreed where it's a it's a dating app where you if you give it to your friend and they get to pick all the people for you and interact with the oh. people. You need to do that for Julia. Do I ever? I know. First off, who would have more fun? I don't even know. Like. Yeah, I'm going to get on top of that. Although Julia's become a very good, she's not a dating toddler anymore. Oh, no, she's good. She's, I mean, she's the type who's like, you got to make sure that you give an out. She's great. She's basically gotten her master's in dating. Yeah, yeah, she's she's, going for her doctorate. She's come a long (laughs) way. But yeah, she's on her way to a doctor's degree. All right, listen, we'll be right back with a few other headlines. Hey, everybody, it's Friday, March 5th. We're in for a... Lovely spring weekend. I know. Paul Douglas said in the Star Tribune today, winter period is period officially period over. Doesn't mean there won't be snow, but like winter, winter. And I love Paul Douglas. Same. I take take what he says. He's Bible. Yeah, Yeah. he's good. So he's told us that. Yeah. The other thing we did not really... We got distracted with our royal, all the royalty and everything. But the thing we really did not get to just like really soak in and enjoy was the news that our resident hot Duke, the Duke of Hastings, mm-hmm. uh, Reggae Jean, his I hotness page, has signed you. on to two projects. One, of course, the upcoming Dungeons and Dragons, in which he will star with Chris Pine. Yep. The other one will be Netflix's biggest budget movie to date. It's called The Gray Man, which is based on the book by Mark Greeny. He wrote it in 2009. Okay. Uh, It will be directed by the Russo brothers in this The Gray Man. um, The Gray Man is a freelance assassin and former CIA operative Court Gentry played by Ryan Gosling. All right. All right. And the action thriller will follow Court Gentry, great name, as he's hunted across the globe by uh, Lloyd Hansen, played by Chris Evans. All right, okay. all right. A former cohort at the CIA, and it the the movie is based off the first book. Billy Bob Thornton is also in this movie. He just wrapped up the fourth season of Goliath, yeah. and um. So reggae, uh, his role in this a little this spycraft movie. I'm not really sure. I don't. It, they don't say. I hope it's not a bit part. Um, yeah, I've not read the book, but I've seen some tweets from people who are very excited about it. Who read this book? I would very much so pay to watch Reggie and Ryan Gosling talk slowly to each other. <laughs> I would. I don't care the role. But I would watch them interact. I'd watch that with you. I would be fine with that. I don't need much plot. You know, we never talked about... Did anybody watch when he was on Saturday Night Live? I was in Hawaii. Hawaii. I don't watch it either. I watched some clips. Yeah, there was some funny stuff. Uh, There was some some cute stuff. He, He was... 
They did a lot where he was like, I burn for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't even see it or anything like that. But I, Rocco, did you ever read that book, Mark Greeny's The Gray Man? No. I have to ask Casey. He reads all these CIA Yeah, I could see that being up his books. alley. So, but I love a good spy, you know, like I love that kind of a movie, international thriller. So we're going to have, what I'm trying to say is 2022 we're going to have some major eye candy as far as, like, uh, we've got this huge Netflix's biggest budget. We've earned it. We have. We have. Thank you. So, so that's a lot of hotness. That's Chris a Evans, lot, Chris Evans. I mean, Ryan Gosling. we got Ray J, Reggae John Page, Billy Bob Thornton. I'm not mad at Billy Bob either. No, I'll, I know. I'll take that. That's a good show, too, Goliath. Goliath. I had some problems with season two, but season one was amazing. Season one was amazing. I didn't mind season two. I hated season three. I have high hopes wow. for season four. <laughs> I know it's a roller coaster it of emotions. Is. It is, but I love Billy Bob. He makes everything. Oh, Billy good. Bob is Delicious. so good, and he's. I, my husband's always creeped out because I'm like, he's hot. There's something strangely hot about it's him. So yeah. hot. And he's like, but Brittany, he's so much. I'm like, I don't care. Rocco, is it time to <laughs> sing our song? Uh, we can. Yeah. Why don't we do it? Well, it's a short song, so we don't want to go too. Yeah, early. it's a. We got about. It's about a three minute song. I think oh, this it was is? inspired. Okay, John uh, Denver. Yeah, it was inspired by my trip to Colorado. A little uh, John Denver. Even though we're singing about West, West Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs>